0: Hello and welcome to WITSO.net, WITSO's uh, professional business network. Usually we see you face to face, however, we had to cancel all our events. So we are having lovely conversations with interesting individuals online uh, that can uh, share with them with us, sorry, share with us their expertise, uh, whichever uh, the subject is. I am Osnath Maas, I'm WITSO's Philanthropy Manager and today we have Stephen Brower. Stephen is a, a partner and the head of property for Edwin Co and he's also WITSO UK's trustee. Hello Stephen, welcome and thank you for joining me today.
1: No problem, thanks for inviting me.
0: Thank you. Um, I had a lot of questions planned, I must say, and uh, I must say to whoever is listening or viewing uh, that everything we are saying is correct for the time of recording. So I had a lot of questions lined up, and just before our conversation started, I saw that uh, basically the property market is shut down. So,
1: well, yes and no. Yes and no. Okay, so basically it's been a mass amount of turmoil, particularly last week or so. Mm-hmm. And it, it's really a, a very much an ongoing process because nobody's really, there are so many things that have to be thought about and so many sort of, I suppose, issues to cover across many parts of the property market. And it's a very diverse market. It ranges from residential transactions where people are buying and selling houses to commercial properties. And It's a huge part of the economy and it's, it touches many businesses and it touches many individuals in, in many ways and it's because it's such a, a completely unknown situation it's been very much using the well-worked expression very much working out on the hoof and this yeah. is this is still this is still going on uh, there's been various government statements over the last three or four days about many aspects both covering self-employed as well as covering people who are employees mm-hmm. and also to an extent many many statements or uh, really pieces of advice in terms of the property market and there are still certain areas which have still not even been covered yet and will have to be covered depending on how this goes on for
0: yeah this is i, I know that everybody is expecting the government to come up with answers but i think there isn't even one person anywhere in the world that uh, had anything you know planned for something like this this is not something that we expected and uh, now when they talk uh, literally just a few minutes before we started about closure of the housing market. They meant from the the mortgage companies, more than anything, uh, that asked, you know, the government basically uh, was asked by them to put a halt on things and uh, the government complied. What does it mean uh, that even, uh, you know, Requests for mortgages that were already in the process are going to be frozen or does it mean that uh, only new ones are not going to be Taken into account at the moment
1: Okay, so the, the Again, we need to split it down to different areas We've got many transactions where people have been looking to move house to buy and sell or move into new properties and people have actually already exchanged contracts and are contractually committed to actually move house. Now, people who haven't exchanged contracts on a transaction yet have been advised by the government not to proceed with the transaction because of the uncertainty. And if people obviously now exchange contracts, it's a very uncertain situation in terms of what's going to happen when they come to actually the completion day. And that's on top of the uh, the, the mortgage market, the banking market has been very badly affected as well. We have a, we have we've had two or three completions, certainly this week, and I think on Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, where we couldn't get money, mortgage money from a bank because, and I think, I think it was Barclays Bank, do all their processing of mortgage payments out of India. And Uh-oh. India's on in a lockdown. So we had a, yeah. situ- we had a situation on one people a day, waiting for mortgage money to come in, but we, they wouldn't, couldn't come out of the bank because... And everything was being done via India, and there was nobody in India to actually approve and send the money. So we, we managed, we, we got a workaround in the end, it meant the completion was delayed to the following day. So, so the, the banking market, but particularly the mortgage market, is in a fair amount of turmoil. And because of sort of the limited number of employees, because of offices being closed, and all banks pretty much working from home in terms of the individuals they have, there will be, I think there'll be no new mortgage offers coming out, and certainly some of the banks and lenders have said that they have closed new applications for the time being so anybody who's looking to sort of progress on a sale or purchase which is not exchanged by way of contracts gonna struggle to get a mortgage so it's going to really mean that the new transactions are going to slow down or basically completely stop
0: I understand another thing is obviously um, I think that all agents were asked not to not to list new properties and also they cannot arrange for viewings anyways at the moment so it's when funny. when we are going to go back to a normal whatever it may be what do you think the market is going to look look like would it be would do you think in your opinion would it be more like a buyers market because of all this uh, you know, frozen in time that <laughs> we are experiencing right
1: now. I think it's my own personal view is that the, the market we're going to see is going to be very much, it's going to be a very slow market once every leaves home and goes back to work and the market uh, revives. I've seen many recessions in my time. They are of different degrees, different lengths of time. I just think this one, because of the circumstance, because of what's actually caused this particular problem and probably recession, I'm, I'm, well, I'm hoping as well, it'll be quite sort of a, almost V-shaped in the way that the market and, the, and generally the way the economy will come back. But it's certainly going to be a period of time where not a lot's going to happen. As, as professionals in the marketplace, we've had two or three years since the Brexit decision was made. The vote was actually held. It's been a sort of not the best of times because people have been very nervous. People haven't had the confidence. And uh, generally, most people are buying and selling houses unless they're professionals. But the average person buying and selling houses and properties generally, it, so much is driven by confidence. So yeah. clearly confidence is not by what's happened. The, the figure is going to be horrendous, I think, in terms of they actually show the, the true economic effects that's going to have on GDP. Um, so there will be a period of time Whilst that confidence builds up again, uh, with, with low interest rates and all the other factors involved, yeah. then I think there'll be very few transactions or new transactions happening. People are going to wait and see, and then at some point it will revive and it hopefully will go back to where it was. It's just been a bit of a pity because we have this sort of the fantastic Boris Bounce. We saw all of a sudden it's going to be great for everybody and everybody's going to be confident, people moving houses and, and companies going to be investing money. And all of a sudden, overnight, we've had this coronavirus.
0: Yeah, when you when you talk about a V-shaped market, uh, do you think it will affect um, regular people? Because basically, when it's getting to the lowest, usually it means the professional, uh, market, you know, buyers uh, will be in there pushing out the regular buyers, even the ones that will have the bit of confidence to do that.
1: Yeah, that's all. We've always seen that coming out of a recession. It's a question of when people see the bottom of the market being hit, whether people who are the the average consumer, whether they actually have confidence to actually go back in and start buying a property and selling a property. And and you're right. And it's also particularly those who are sitting on cash. They always do best. And I found with clients in the past, the times they make the most money is times of recession because... I've seen many clients who, buy, who have bought properties at very, very low prices because there were very few other buyers out there. They had the money, they could move quickly, and people were pretty desperate to sell the property for, for various reasons. I, I, don't, I think we'll see a bit of that, but I think with the government support that they're offering, which is pretty much tied many people over, particularly now the self-employed that came in yesterday in terms of the, the announcement made by the Chancellor, I think people will not be necessarily forced sellers because hopefully the, the, the recession will be quite short. Um, whereas in the past where it's gone on for several years, people have had no choice but to sell. Hopefully we're not going to have anything similar in this situation.
0: I understand. And do you think that there is a difference between residential and commercial markets at the moment? Or do you think that it's a, the effect is similar on both?
1: I think the effect is similar. The, the very different marketplaces, the commercial market uh, is, is very much finance driven. Um, to an extent the residential market is as well, but certainly most commercial investment properties are financed. There are a few buyers who have, who buy just with cash, but I think they're probably in a relatively small number. Um, at the moment the commercial market is very, been very badly affected because, Another government—it's not really, i suppose it is a policy—hasn't come yet come out in the bill. But effectively, what the government has said is that any commercial tenant who has been adversely affected by coronavirus um, effectively does not have to pay their their rent for the current quarter. So, from 25th of March was the next, was was the current rent quarter date, and I think without exception, most tenants have not been willing to pay. Even that, even the tenants who can pay have jumped on the same bandwagon. We've been seeing this very much the last two years with been a number of uh, particularly the large retail companies who've pushed forward in terms of getting what's called a CVA, a yeah. corporate voluntary arrangement. And they have managed to sort of avoid paying rent and actually have also managed to get rid of quite a lot of properties which were not economic for them. Um, so the, the, the marketplace has become very, particularly the tenants in the marketplace have become very familiar, very used to this situation where landlords have effectively had to sort of carry the can for tenants who've, Businesses have sort of uh, become very problematic, and it's we've seen it many of our clients have seen it almost in some property portfolios almost without exception. Every single tenant has said, I can't pay the rent, even though where the the clients of the landlords know that a lot of them actually can pay the rent. And when people are challenged, yeah, um, they do come up with money. The, the, The difficulty at the moment is that say all commercial tenants are potentially entitled not to pay rent because the the main part of the policy is that the landlords cannot kick them out the properties for the next three months
0: okay and um one last last thing Uh, i know we cannot predict the future but um what do you think would be the impact on prices whether it is residential or commercial um as month to you know, with months to come, especially the way the government is laying, you know, now policies and other, you know, ways of dealing with it. Do you think it's going to take a certain direction?
1: I think having seen recessions in the past, I think this recession is going to be probably different in terms of how long it will go on for. I think it's also going to make a huge difference. Low interest rates are going to mean that most property owners who are sitting on properties which have debt against them will have an element of stress because in the commercial market as I said before many commercial tenants haven't paid rent Um, but a lot of people can weather that storm Um, I, I was actually speaking to somebody who I deal with quite a lot this morning who's a property agent who are basically selling properties and she sells a lot of properties she says as of today most property owners are she says being unrealistic and effectively not willing to actually drop prices and that's probably because they don't have to yet There are always going to be the odd few who have no choice they're under pressure or they have yeah. to if they have to complete on a transaction they have to uh, in some way either find the money or to find a buyer to buy from them um but i think if it's all about timing if the current situation goes on for three months that's one thing that goes on for longer than three months i think it that is probably what's going to have the sort of the, the significant difference as to how the market will deal with and, and how prices will sort of reflect what's currently happening.
0: So do you have uh, before we finish our uh, conversation, do you have any recommend recommendations for, you know, uh, people on what they should do now?
1: I think it's all about taking advice. It's all about, Managing things properly. We have most of our clients who are landlords on portfolios are talking to tenants. A few have been quite upfront even before the rain quarter day. They spoke to tenants. They sort of prepared to agree accommodations. I think reality is it's the sort of the old cliche. We're all in this together, so we have to work yeah. our way through. And having unrealistic expectations is not going to help anybody. It's going to create problems. And I, I think. Everybody has to have a plan, but it's got to be a plan that takes account of all the circumstances. And, and people need to talk. It's all about landlords and tenants, and and also profit, on residential transactions. It's if you have some uh, transaction that's currently in the process of actually, if uh, exchange contracts completions coming up in, in the coming weeks, it's all a question of the parties talking. One of the, the, the it's sort of digressing, but one of the big problems at the moment that the people are having in the residential market is that. People can still get their mortgage monies. Yeah. Generally, the people want to move and actually buy and sell that property. Big problem though is actually the the removal companies in many cases have actually stopped working because of the concerns with coronavirus. And that's we're finding people that the main issue they have is not getting the mortgage money. It's not the lawyers being available. It's the actual removers are just yeah. not there to I- actually physically move them.
0: I saw basically that the government also urges people not to move, whether it's uh, uh, renting or buying. They they really they there was a an announcement that they say they urge people not to move and to wait yeah. for everything to start rolling again. Uh, yeah, we're advancing clients still clients the same where way. where you are. Um,
1: but I, but let's say, so it says we had a client today who effectively is. Um, They've actually vacated their property. They're allowing their buyer to come in a week early, so it's not going to be sort of a problem on the day of completion. So, so that's a, that's a classic case of people actually resolving these issues by talking sensibly and coming to a suitable agreement.
0: I think as long as people will be kinder to one another, then it can it can work. Because from my personal experience, I can tell you, my lender landlord, the first thing that he did was to text my husband and I to say. If there is any problem, if if there is anything you need, let me know. I'm here for you. But he's a lovely guy. Unfortunately, not everybody is. Um, Yeah,
1: but I think it should be a bit more that way.
0: That is true. That is true. Stephen, thank you very, very much for your time. And uh, we will see you guys at the next conversation. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks.